Hey guys, welcome back to Faith Fuels My Fire, the podcast. I'm your host, Lorena Camille. This episode is a Bible study on part two of chapter eight of the book of Luke. If you haven't checked out my previous Bible studies, I do have my Bible studies and the study guides included on my Facebook group. It's called Faith Fuels My Fire, just like the name of this podcast. And I'll have the link in the show notes of this episode, but you can also just go on Facebook and type in the search bar, Faith Feels My Fire, and request to be added in the group. Once you're added in the group, you'll see a tab that says Guides. Click on that tab and you'll see all of my previous Bible studies and the study guides included. Before we get into this Bible study, I did want to say a quick prayer. So if you would, please just close your eyes and pray with me. Lord, I pray that you lift up every single person listening to this right now. Please give us knowledge and understanding to know exactly what it is that we're reading and the wisdom to implement it in our daily lives. Holy Spirit, please guide us and help us to see the truth, know the truth, discern the truth, and live by the truth. And Lord, I pray that whatever it is that each person is supposed to receive from this Bible study, that they receive it and they implement it in their daily lives. I love you with every ounce of my being. In Jesus' name, amen. Alright, now let's get into this Bible study. So I'm just going to start reading where we left off at verse 26. They sailed to the region of the Gerasenes, which is across the lake from Galilee. When Jesus stepped ashore, he was met by a demon-possessed man from the town. For a long time, this man had not worn clothes or lived in a house, but had lived in the tombs. When he saw Jesus, he cried out and fell at his feet, shouting at the top of his voice, What do you want with me, Jesus, son of the Most High God? I beg you, don't torture me. For Jesus had commanded the evil spirit to come out of the man. Many times it had seized him, and though he was chained hand and foot and kept under guard, he had broken his chains and had been driven out by the demon into solitary places. Jesus asked him, What is your name? Legion, he replied, because many demons had gone into him. And they begged him repeatedly not to order them to go into the abyss. A large herd of pigs was feeding on the hillside. The demons begged Jesus to let them go into them, and he gave them permission. When the demons came out of the man, they went into the pigs, and the herd rushed down the steep bank into the lake and was drowned. When those tending the pigs saw what had happened, they ran off and reported this in the town and countryside, and the people went out to see what had happened. When they came to Jesus, they found the man from whom the demons had gone out, sitting at Jesus' feet, dressed and in his right mind, and they were afraid. Those who had seen it told the people how the demon-possessed man had been cured. Then all the people of the region of the Gerasenes asked Jesus to leave them, because they were overcome with fear. So he got into the boat and left. The man from whom the demons had gone out begged to go with him, but Jesus sent him away, saying, Return home and tell how much God has done for you. So the man went away and told all over town how much Jesus had done for him. Alright, so I'm going to stop right there and discuss these verses with you guys here. So in verse 28, the demon acknowledged who Jesus was and he didn't want to leave the body that he was possessing. In verses 30 through 31, there were many demons that were possessing this man and they didn't want to go into the abyss, which it talks about the abyss in Revelation chapter 9 if you want to go and check that out. So in verse 32, the demons begged Jesus to give them permission to enter the herd of pigs. And this shows here that the demons couldn't enter the pigs without permission from Jesus. And then in verse 33, this shows the destructive nature of these demons because as soon as they entered the pigs, they ran down a steep bank and they were drowned. 
And verse 35, when these people from Gerasene saw the man that was possessed by a demon at the feet of Jesus and he had been freed from these demons, they didn't know what to think about it. And their uncertainty of what to make out of that made them afraid. So they asked Jesus to leave. In verse 38, the man was so grateful for Jesus and he wanted to stay by his side and follow Jesus and be his disciple. But in verse 39, Jesus knew that this man's ministry was with his own family and community. So he told him to return home and tell how much God has done for him. And this just goes to show that we need to spread the gospel in our family and in our community and spread the gospel wherever we're at. Some people think that they have to go on mission trips or go far away to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ, but we can start right where we're at. We can start in our home and in our neighborhood and in our community, spreading love and light in the gospel. There are so many people just in our hometown that may not even know anything about Jesus or are not saved by Jesus, and we can be that light and let other people know how Jesus has changed our lives and our hearts in hopes that they may know Jesus and be saved by him also. So I'm going to continue reading at verse 40. Now when Jesus returned, a crowd welcomed him, for they were all expecting him. Then a man named Jairus, a ruler of the synagogue, came and fell at Jesus' feet pleading with him to come to his house, because his only daughter, a girl of about twelve, was dying. As Jesus was on his way, the crowds almost crushed him, and a woman was there who had been subject to bleeding for twelve years, but no one could heal her. She came up behind him and touched the edge of his cloak, and immediately her bleeding stopped. Who touched me? Jesus asked. When they all denied it, Peter said, Master, the people are crowding and pressing against you. But Jesus said, Someone touched me. I know that power has gone out from me. Then the woman, seeing that she could not go unnoticed, came trembling and fell at his feet. In the presence of all the people, she told why she had touched him and how she had been instantly healed. Then he said to her, Daughter, your faith has healed you. Go in peace. While Jesus was still speaking, someone came from the house of Jairus, the synagogue ruler. Your daughter is dead, he said. Don't bother the teacher anymore. Hearing this, Jesus said to Jairus, Don't be afraid. Just believe and she will be healed. When he arrived at the house of Jairus, he did not let anyone go in with him except Peter, John, and James, and the child's father and mother. Meanwhile, all the people were waiting and mourning for her. Stop wailing, Jesus said. She's not dead, but asleep. They laughed at him, knowing she was dead. But he took her by the hand and said, My child, get up. Her spirit returned, and at once she stood up. Then Jesus told them to give her something to eat. Her parents were astonished, but he ordered them not to tell anyone what had happened. Alright, so those are all the verses of chapter 8 of the book of Luke, but I'm going to discuss all of these verses with you guys here. In verse 44, this woman was embarrassed of her condition and she was ceremonially unclean. Which, if you want to go into the book of Leviticus chapter 15 and check that out, it goes over being ceremonially unclean. So this woman was embarrassed of her condition and she didn't want to be condemned for touching Jesus. So she did it in secret. And by touching the edge of Jesus' cloak, this woman was healed that had been struggling for 12 years with no cure. And she had also spent all of her money on doctors. And verses 45 through 48, there was a crowd of people that were pressing on Jesus, so his disciples were confused whenever he asked, 
who touched him. But Jesus knew that there was power that had come from him. So someone had touched him to be healed. And Jesus wanted to see the woman. He wanted to bless this woman and not to embarrass her. And what Jesus said in verse 48 shows that the woman's faith is what healed her and not the touching of his cloak. Also, this is the only time that we see Jesus call someone daughter. So this woman that had been struggling for so many years with this condition of bleeding was healed by her faith and also Jesus called her daughter, which is a term of endearment. And he specifically said that to this woman that felt so ashamed and so embarrassed of her condition and didn't even feel worthy to ask Jesus to heal her, but she came up behind him in secret. And I can only imagine what Jesus said, daughter, your faith has healed you, what that meant to this woman. And then in verses 49 through 55, someone came to Jairus from his house and told him that his daughter was dead and not to bother with the teacher anymore, which the teacher is Jesus Christ. And in verse 50, Jesus called Jairus to have radical faith because he had just heard that his daughter was dead, but Jesus told him to have faith that she would be healed. In verse 52, Jesus said this because he knew of a higher reality, a spiritual reality, and he knew that he was going to heal her and her spirit was going to come back in her body. In verse 54, Jesus spoke to this girl with the power of God. Alright, so I'm going to end this Bible study with three takeaways that I want you guys to write down. Number one is, Jesus has power and authority over demons. Number two is, we have to spread the gospel in our community. And number three is, Jesus blesses those who have faith in him. Alright, so that concludes this Bible study on part two of chapter eight of the book of Luke. Tomorrow we're going to go into chapter nine, so make sure you stay tuned for that. And yeah, I love you guys so much. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye guys!